Ready, set, go! Hey guys, welcome back to the EV Diaries, the fastest growing EV podcast in the world. I don't know that that's actually true, but I do know that people are listening. So thank you, thank you, thank you. That means so much to me. The fact that you would take a few minutes out of your day to listen to what I have to say is overwhelming and I am honored. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I was thinking about my podcast, the well, the last episode where I was saying how important that EVs are in small town America, especially with the beneficial electrification and keeping our rates low. And I mentioned an article that I saw, I don't remember a whole lot of the details, but the crux of the matter is that, or the question was, will America ever go away from gasoline? And the conclusion of that article was essentially, no, it's not going to happen anytime soon. There's just not enough incentive in the minds of the American people to do so. And I got to thinking about some of the other things that I've read. The good thing is, you know, being an engineer, I have to stay on top of this thing, so I get paid to read. Um, So I usually take 15, 20 minutes a day to flip through articles, read, educate myself. And there's a lot of interesting things going on. And a lot of it, as you know, winds up in this podcast. But one of the things I saw the other day was from the Honda CEO, some of the comments that he made uh, in a press conference. But before I get there, there are 280 million vehicles on the road in America. 280 million. That's a lot. The population of America is only 328 million. So it's like almost everybody has a car. And I realize that there's a, you know, 48 million difference there. But how many three-year-olds do you know that own a car? Uh, But that's a complete digression. Okay. So will America ever go away from gasoline? That's that's the question that has prompted this podcast. And to be honest with you, I don't know. I mean, we do have a large area of landmass. We've got this intricate road system, but everything is spread out, which I've never been to Europe. Now, my family has been, and they were talking about how close things were and taking trains from one country to another and just traveling around Europe. Here, things are spread out. I mean, um, I think about the biggest cities next to me. When I say biggest cities, we're talking Atlanta. We're talking millions of people. Uh, Cincinnati is right up there. Well, there's seven hours difference travel time between Cincinnati and Atlanta. At least seven hours. Um, You think about some place like Jacksonville, Florida, which is a little bit further south. Well, it's a five-hour drive from Atlanta to Jacksonville. Uh, Orlando to Jacksonville. And Florida is a pretty good-sized state, but from Orlando to Jacksonville, there's an hour and a half, two hours. Um, Our cities are just spread out. And what exists in the middle 
is primarily farmland and smaller towns. If you live in America, you understand exactly what I'm saying. Another thing that may hinder our adoption of EVs in America is that everybody likes their SUVs and trucks. And I don't think that's really going to matter in the long run. Right now, there's a, a shortage of electric SUVs and trucks, but Ford's supposed to release the F-150, and just the power and torque alone is going to turn a lot of heads for truck owners. Um, you know, the Tesla Y, seeing things on it in the news, it's going to be an SUV crossover type vehicle. The Mustang Mach-E is an SUV crossover, which is sort of weird because when I think of Mustangs, I, I go immediately back to the 64 and a half, 65 when they were released Mustang. It's just classic, iconic. I think they're on their fifth or sixth generation of body styles now. But anyway, I wonder what Lee Iacocca would say about the Mustang Mach-E. And he, he was the general manager and uh, lead engineer on that project. He wasn't, uh, well, he wasn't the designer. Uh, that credit goes to a couple of other guys. But he was the one that brought the Mustang to market. And I just wonder what he, he would say about it. Of course, Lee Iacocca was a forward-thinking guy. And if you know anything about him, he was just uh, really innovative uh, over his career, both at... Um, Ford, and then with um, Dodge, Chrysler, there towards the end of his career. Just a really dynamic, interesting guy. But getting back to it, you know, America's like their um, SUVs um, and their, their, their pickup trucks. So that's going to be the offerings there are going to make a difference. All right, so what exactly did the Honda CEO say? Uh, I think his name is Takahiro Higagio. Don't know that I'm saying that right? Probably am not. But he said that EVs will not become mainstream. And this is at the same time that Honda announced that they're releasing um, an EV, which the biggest reason is that they're quote-unquote compliance vehicles. A lot of places around the world and some of the states in America, you have to have an EV offering if you want to do business in that area. The fact that Honda's releasing a, an all-electric model is not an indication that they believe in it. They just have to have it. Um, he did pledge hybrid support from Honda, but he doesn't think that, that all-electric vehicles are going to be uh, the wave of the future. Now, I don't know that he's right, wrong. He could be seen on the wrong side of history someday. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll just have to see. But I do know that there are nine European countries that have pledged to ban, that's a strong word, ban internal combustion engines over the next two or three decades. Ban. That means that you're either going to drive an electric vehicle 
or you're going to be penalized for driving your internal combustion engine. Now, I think about that, and I'm just like, okay, there's two ways to motivate people, and it's either fear or reward. Well, right now, early stages of EV adoption, we have the rewards with the incentive programs. And now we're looking at countries in Europe that are going to penalize fear. Uh, I realize penalties and fear is not, but, you know, just go with me here. But they're going to penalize you if you drive an electric, or if you don't drive an electric car. So, we're going to see how that plays out. I know that Norway is leading the way in this. France is just right behind them. Uh, they plan on getting rid of all internal combustion engines by the year 2040. That's only, what, 21 years from now? Uh, and like I said, we will see how that plays out. Now, the car manufacturers in America, I don't know if they would agree with the, the Honda CEO because we just, in the last couple of weeks, found out that uh, Volkswagen's opening a battery plant in Chattanooga. And there's another battery plant opening in North Georgia to serve the manufacturing, the automobile manufacturing in the southeastern part of America. Now think about that. We've got Hyundai, Nissan, Toyota, Ford, Kia, Volkswagen, BMW in states and locations that are within six hours of where I am sitting right now. I mean, they're in Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, South Carolina. The ones in Kentucky, I know we've got Toyota in Georgetown. We've got a manufacturing plant for Ford in... Um, Louisville, uh, of course, all the Corvettes in the world are made in Bowling Green, Kentucky, fun fact. Um, Chattanooga has Volkswagen, they are a three-hour drive, Smyrna, Tennessee has Nissan, um, see, uh, Kia's in, in, um, I guess, eastern Alabama, southeastern Alabama, it's, it's down around, uh, uh, I want to say down around Birmingham, but that's a song lyric. It's down around uh, Auburn. Uh, in fact, uh, I have to go to Auburn every once in a while, and, and you drive right by the Kia factory. But anyway, the uh, automobile manufacturers, they're, they're bringing cars to the market. And, of course, this always, you know, you have to look at the development of the... Um, Electric motor train, the, uh, the the motors on the wheels, the electric drivetrain. Um, you know, Honda's pledging hybrid support. Well, maybe in America, 20 years from now, all the vehicles are going to be hybrid. There will be some sort of fuel source that generates electricity that drives the electric drivetrain. Uh, that doesn't bother me if that's what it becomes because those cars are still more efficient they do less pollution um and i think that whether they're plug-in or not plug-in it's going to be a different hybrid when prius first came out it had a it was a two drive system um so the first hybrids were two drive at low speeds you're using battery and then at higher speeds like 20 30 miles an hour 
electric motor kicks in, or not the electric motor, uh, a regular combustion engine kicks in and drives the vehicle. But then when you slow back down again, the batteries take over. And while the car was running, uh, just like your normal car battery in your uh, internal combustion engine car, you had an alternator that was charging the battery back up so that it would be be ready to go when you hit lower speeds. Are we going to have plug-in hybrids or this new version of hybrid where the motor generates electricity that drives the wheels? We'll see. The bottom line is, I don't know if America will ever go away from gasoline. Uh, I think um, there's not going to be an outright ban. I think Americans are too, I don't want to use the word comfortable, but I'm going to. Um, they're too used to having the vehicle they want, the size they want, the configuration they want. Um, so you're not going to get these big dually diesel powered pickups off the road. It, regardless of if you can prove an electric truck is stronger, pulls more, it's just not going to happen. People cannot wrap their brains around you know, how charging will work and how different that looks at because they're still looking at that gasoline station paradigm where you drive for three or four days, you go fill up, you drive for three or four days. Uh, it's hard for them to imagine, you know, you come in, you plug up, you're good to go the next morning. And like I said, um, I get to do a lot of reading for my job and I've got some some really good discussions that we'll have later this week or next week talking about you know what does this really look like anyway america you know we we tend to be the country that that tries to go and help fix the rest of the world and i think on the whole gasoline ban electric vehicle thing we may be the ones that are falling behind because we're going to be the ones that's going to let the rest of the world fix it first um like i said europe europe they're they're going to outright ban internal combustion engines in the near future and right now we're having trouble getting evs on the road the whole EV thing is usually touted as an environmental issue. And we do have, you know, powerful political lobbies with the the oil industry, with automotive industry, which, like I said, the automotive industry, they're starting to, I mean, look at all the models that are being released that are electric. So it's, it's you know, the automobile manufacturers, they want to put out what the people want to buy that's bottom line they're they're wanting to make a profit and if evs are profitable especially if they're going to be mandated or if there's enough people that want them they're going to make them if people decide they don't want evs they may be offering evs in other parts of the world i know that chevrolet has a couple of uh, new electric vehicles coming out that are only destined for the Chinese market. We'll never see them in America. So, if car companies are making money on electric vehicles, there's going to be electric vehicles. 
they might not be available in America the way that other models are. We'll just see how that all plays out. I still think they're important. I still think they have a small or have a large place in small town America. I'm just a firm believer in that. There's a lot of opportunity there. And, you know, this is a continuing conversation that we're having. So, just remember, the EV revolution is here. Hopefully, it's going to come to America in a big way. So, buckle up. It should be a fun ride. You've been listening to the EV Diaries. If you'd like to contact us, please email me, ben at evdiaries.com. Also, you can find us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at EV Diaries. And finally, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks.